0: Welcome to the Painter Files Podcast. I am your host, Jaws Blake, as you well know. Um, Today we're going to talk about a a bunch of things, actually. Talk about uh, resourcefulness in in art school. And as always, just like, you know, projects and Patreon and all these other things that I'm working on. So, uh, and even a video game that I've been playing recently called Death's Door. All right, let's get going. So, yeah. Um, I'm feeling pretty good, honestly. I feel like this, uh, the last couple of days have kind of given me like a new bit of energy that I didn't expect to kind of feel. I feel recharged in a way. And I feel inspired in a lot of ways. Like I've been finding a lot of kind of art and all these things coming about and it just feels nice. Today's a snow day. We haven't had a snow day in a real long time (laughs) Uh, where I'm from, where I'm living in Maryland. Um, So it's just kind of cool. We've just hunkered down, dug myself out, a plow, then dug out the exact spot that I dug out. So that was kind of funny. I spent like 30 minutes doing that. And uh, just went to the grocery store, grabbed a bunch of stuff. Uh, as I was coming back, one of my neighbors goes, that looks like the biggest pothead run I've ever seen. That made me laugh hysterically because I had a frozen pizza and, like, uh, orange soda and, I think, like, and some pasta, basically. I just wanted something for the day. So uh, Alex Alex here today. So we're just all hanging out, doing our thing. Um, don't forget, also, please uh, remember to drink some water today. It's so easy in the cold to not think about it and get dehydrated and then you know you just don't feel good so we got to we got to work on that get it going so i've been working on a bunch of art projects recently i've got everything from the album and then all the real kind of cool little bits from the sketchbook that I recently picked up uh, via my brother-in-law Nick, who gave me this awesome watercolor kind of a uh, sketchbook and whatnot, which is really funny because I've been getting a bunch of people who've been asking me, "Oh man, I really like that. How much?" And I'm just like, I'm filling out a whole book, so I'm not, I'm not selling any of these which is always kind of an interesting thing to like hit people with because they're just like, what? What do you mean? And it's like, yeah, no. Occasionally, I just make stuff for me. <laughs> I'll happily make you a commission piece, though, if you'd really like one. And I mean, I've got other projects that I'm working on also, but it's just kind of humorous how it all kind of works together. So yeah, I've just been making and doing all these things. I'm really loving like the way these inks are kind of rolling out right now. They're, they're real smooth. And the transitions and the washes and stuff are really kind of like, they're really grabbing me. And so I'm just, I'm really happy with it, honestly. Playing with the colors, playing with textures. The good thing about sometimes about working small, when you do like a a book, like a a large watercolor book, um, is you, when you have the small stuff, you can work in like really tight details, which you can't really always do sometimes with the bigger stuff. Like, you can, but it's just there's so much space that a tiny, tiny little detail sometimes is lost in a large image. So you have to kind of figure out a way to do, like, a lot of details, but also in such a tiny, little, just tiny little space. And so, yeah. I've been making a bunch of pictures uh, with the book. I've been making a bunch of pictures where it's been kind of like a lot of Afro-Latina women. Um, I did two so far, and then I did like this hipster crow type of thing <laughs> because the cats have been watching these, these, uh, these birds outside hanging out on our balcony this whole time. And it's just been kind of interesting to hear them like chirp and do all this stuff. And like they're watching the birds and the birds are watching everything else. Because the birds are like, you can't get to me, it doesn't matter. And uh yeah, it just kind of grabbed me. Like kinda always brings me back to like the skateboard game where it's just like these ridiculous like caricatures of like birds in human clothes just being kind of trendy and ridiculous. And I, I thought about it and I was like, needs like a good scarf. A bird needs a good scarf. Also a beanie. You know what? pack of cactus for no reason <laughs> and we'll put some shoes on them We'll put some uh, some limited edition uh, jaws uh, sneakers so we'll do that and it was just uh, it was really funny um, which is kind of funny in, a, in another way because like I recall making a pair of shoes once uh, not so much the ones I painted in commission but like literally I had like a pair like made by like a shoe company. And it was like these uh, Dia de las Muertes uh, shoes, the Day of the Dead shoes. And they were like this. They were made from this painting, and they had like pink and blue and white and all this stuff. If I can find them, I'll take a picture, but I don't know uh, where they are. I want to say they're like heads or something that they had like screen printed on uh, before they sewed them together. It was kind of interesting. I don't think I'll ever do that again, though. It was one of those weird kind of one-and-done situations. But I was really happy with it when it came out. I just wasn't sure what to do with them afterwards. I wore them for a little while, and then somewhere they exist in a closet under a pile of other things. But, I mean, it was definitely an interesting way to go about it. And then, yeah, I've done, like, commissions for painting people's shoes and stuff like that, too. Um... Shoes are kind of difficult, though. Um, You have to think about the curves and stuff of the way, like, a shoe goes around a foot. So, like, straight lines don't always necessarily look as straight if you don't accommodate for the curve. But, I mean, it's always kind of like a graphic design thing you have to think about. If you're going to make anything that's going to go on something else, you have to kind of figure out which way everything bends and goes. Endless talking about nonsense. Yeah. (laughs) No, I really, I really loved some of that stuff. Like, I think a lot of my style. I'm revisiting kind of like my old style in which I did some things, and I really love it. Uh, It's probably one of my best, some of my best work. I went to visit one of my best friends, Jenna, and Jenna has like my art all over her place, and I'm like looking at it. The last ten years of all this artwork, and I'm like, wow, I used to paint like that. Okay. But what's different than what you do now? And I was thinking about that and how the colors go, and then like the textures and like the little details, and just watercolor and people and ink washes and all these things. And it was just really, really stunning and quite beautiful. I remember a very long time ago, I gave a painting to someone, and then I was looking at it. Uh, in their house, like, staring up at it. And they were like, you know, if you want it back, you can just have it. I mean, there's no reason to be weird about it. And I was like, oh, okay. And I think from that, I had, like, a weird kind of thing where I felt I felt uncomfortable complimenting myself about my artwork. But the truth is, I am very good at what I do. And I'm, I'm very happy to be able to accept that about myself. So, yeah. Thank you. It, it means a lot. So I've been super excited this year, and I've been going kind of crazy on my Patreon. If for those who follow me on Patreon, if you do not, please find me uh, Joara Blake, J A W A R A, obviously uh, B L A K E, uh, pronounced Jiao, <laughs> Jiao Blake, Jawar Blake. Uh, I'm just gonna keep saying my name in different ways so that it confuses you. Um, But yeah, you can check me out on my Patreon. I've got all these different kind of like tiers and stuff. So there's like blog stuff. There's video stuff. There's podcasting. There's a Patreon specific podcast that goes out every once in a while. There's all the sketchbook stuff that only you see as well as kind of the making of stuff that comes up. There's a pen pal level in which, you know, we write back and forth to each other and we kind of exchange cards and et cetera. You don't have to write me back. I can just be something I do for you either way. And then there's also the ever favorited of mine, the Q and A portion, where you know I respond back to you and we have like these deep, deep conversations. It's actually kind of nice and very personal, but uh, all of it helps, honestly, um, to help keep the art going. And just you know, sometimes it's a tank of gas, sometimes it's a sandwich, sometimes it's a lot of paint, <laughs> uh, but it's all in the making of Dwar Blake as a painter. Uh, every little bit helps. So if you can, please join. And uh, hey, please check it out, honestly. It's one of my favorite things. I'd like to thank my great sponsor, Yasutomo Inc. They are amazing. They do some really cool stuff. They have inks, watercolors, watercolor paper, uh, all types of cool stuff that you can kind of pick up. They do not have bumper stickers, sadly. I have a bumper sticker that they send me, which is a promotional one, but they don't have that one, so I'm sorry. Uh, But they are amazing, and I really love just using them, and they're super supportive. So if you want to try in their stuff, it's Y-A-S-U-T-O-M-O.com. All right, go check them out. So I got a really cool gift from Alec, actually. It's this uh, game... On my Nintendo Switch called Death Door, you play a little Grim Reaper, and you basically just go around and like collect souls and fight monsters. It's all. It looks like Legend of Zelda. It's a really fun game. I suggest you check it out. It's probably probably a game that's probably about like twenty hours, ten to twenty hours, as far as gameplay goes. It's very cute and silly and fun, and not too serious, which I enjoy a lot of. Just. Uh, kind of goofiness about it. It's a little challenging. I'm not going to lie to you. Um, But I really like it, honestly. It's probably one of those fun games. I really like the art style. It's got a very, like, old, like, Nintendo Dreamcast, Legend of Zelda kind of look to it. And uh, for those who don't know what any of those things are, those are all video game systems that were around in the 90s, um, in the 2000s, so in the early early, early 2000s. But um, yeah, I don't know. I like I like to play games every once in a while to just kind of mellow out, even though I get frustrated with the video games also. But um, it's really nice to just kind of chill and play something and let your brain just kind of go bleh for a little bit. Uh, I also read books, so you know that's always fun too. But sometimes you know you want a little little uh reactionary stuff. So this is always good. I have learned. When you get stuck in a spot that's really horrible, the best thing to do is give it like three tries, put it down, come back to it the next day. And without the frustration, it's typically pretty easy to beat. So, I think in a lot of ways, that's kind of how I look at like paintings and murals and all that stuff too. Like, if you get caught up in something, sometimes you have to walk away and sit on your hands and just be fine with it and let it go. There's no reason to just drive yourself crazy on something you're supposed to be enjoying. Yeah. So, this is a part of the podcast where it's a podcast inside of a podcast. <laughs> so weird, so funny, so strange. Um yeah, no, this is a uh, I dream of dead mice. It is a podcast inside of my podcast where I talk about my dreams and I basically just kind of uh like what I think they mean. So obligatory chrono. Perfect, perfect. <laughs> I love the soundboard. It's so funny. It's ridiculous, and it's just uh, I'm I'm amazed. I'm not abusing it every five minutes. Um, yeah. So I had this dream about two days ago, and I was just kind of wrapped. In this, I'm trying to think how to describe it. I was like wrapped in a blanket in real life. I'm wrapped in my blanket next to my wife, and then Tom is asleep on me. And in this, I'm dreaming that I'm just kind of wrapped in almost like the inside of like a empanada. <laughs> and it's the only thing I can think to describe it. I'm like in an empanada uh, with my head sticking out and my feet sticking out. And I'm just so comfortable. And it's like a dream in a dream. So very inception And just nothing bothered me. I was around all these things that were going on, and I'm almost on, like a, on a track as I'm kind of trucking along, and none of it phases me. There's volcanoes, there's lab people, there's antagonistic things, there's all that. And there's just me chilling in an empanada with some headphones on, with my feet hanging out, just having a good old time. <laughs> uh, and this went on for a while, honestly. This went on for quite some time, actually. And I remember eventually Tom woke me up because he wanted to eat. It was 5.30 in the morning. And um, I got up and I just felt really well rested. And it was such a weird experience because I had literally only gone to sleep probably around like 2 o'clock to 1.30 because I'd been painting. And it was just this really zen feeling. And I think what it means is I just got to learn to just let stuff go and just be that chill me in an empanada with some sunglasses and a pair of headphones and my feet hanging out. You know, I'm adding little pieces. I was every time I start start to talk about this, I had like another another bit of clothing all of a sudden, holding brass knuckles with a blowtorch. No, um, no, I'm just I I feel like I'm I'm starting to understand myself a little better, or how to deal with things a little better. It's so easy to kind of get like caught up and frustrated and all these things, and I don't I don't need those things anymore. There was a time when I thought I did. There was a time when I thought, you know, if I wasn't sad or I wasn't angry, then I had nothing to paint about and nothing to express. Like, happiness is this weird thing that they don't teach you to find creativity in. But in actuality, like, the happiness is literally some of the best places you'll ever come up with any of your ideas. It's kind of amazing and remarkable that way that you end up just kind of not not so much not just in yourself but beyond yourself title of the episode in yourself not beyond yourself well no in yourself and beyond yourself it's a new title definitely absolutely a fool would not use that in you, I'm writing it down yourself and Boom, did it. It's amazing. We hit gold, (laughs) No, it's ridiculous and silly. But um but yeah, I kinda think like those are the those are the things that really uh I gleamed from the situation, from the dream, from all of that. So yeah. I'm proud of me. I think I did a good job. I'm learning. completely ridiculous time for an art school story <laughs> this onboard thing is ridiculous um yeah no i remember back in the day in art school one of the things they first told us was uh you're gonna need a lot of supplies like a crazy amount of supplies. And quite a few of the people I went to school with were fairly wealthy, and it was really easy for them. For me, it was kind of hard. I didn't have a lot of money. So I went to the art store, and I bought all my supplies, and then I had them in my trunk of my car, and I did not bring any of them to school, to class, because I figured they were going to tell us ahead of time that we needed to do that stuff. They did not. And so, I had to walk all the way back across campus, go in my trunk, and then try and meet them before they got back from the art store, which was down the block from where the school was, in the opposite direction that I was parked. And so, I would uh, come up with all these, like, art pieces and stuff with most of the parts that they would ask me to do. Um, They would always ask, like, these weird, expensive, uh, like, art uh, tools. So they'd want, like, these premier, like, uh, oil oil paints. Or, no, 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 oil, like an oil pastel type of thing. And I would get, like, oil chalks or something. And they were like, okay, well, this isn't exactly going to work the same way. And I'm just like, I mean, this is what they had. And this is what I could afford, so this is what I grabbed. And it was difficult, to say the least. But a friend of mine named... Name Marin. Marin was like this interesting, kind of weird Italian girl who would go dumpster diving at the expensive art school down the street. And that's how we became friends. We would all pile in a car and then we would rummage through this art school's dumpster. And I mean, Marin would grab like mannequins and stuff like that. And I would grab, like, canvases to gesso back over to make white again. And pencils people discarded and paper and all these other types of things. And it was kind of interesting. We all bonded in our brokenness, basically. And we had all these, like, really interesting artworks that we came about with it because, like, the hunt for the art supplies was almost as crazy as the paintings we had planned to do with them. So we do we kind of sketch them out in our brains and then we would just kind of jump into it as it were and it was just the craziest like randomest type of objects we would grab but mostly it was like canvases and like big pieces and I mean it was interesting it was interesting how it all worked out because it was like the craziest like just weird nonsensical art projects I remember I made a 5 foot 6 turtle out of cardboard, trash bags, and duct tape and paint. Lots of paint. And it was the, oh, and some spray paint because I I learned that you can't draw on trash bags even if you cover them, even if you try to cover them. I mean, if you cover them cardboard, I guess you could, but I didn't think about that as a kid. So, and you had to be able to pick it up and move it, which was the most difficult thing ever. And uh, I remember my professor... Elizabeth Spotswood, super cool lady, we were friends, um, told me that when she was in college, she would make all these like intricate, super duper like furniture in her apartment out of cardboard. And she'd just like put a blanket over it. And it was like cardboard and hot glue. And she said, Yeah, I made a couch, I made chairs, I made all these things. And like it's comfortable once it's broken in. I mean, it falls apart after a while. But. It was just this really interesting kind of moment where you make all this art and you do all these things and you don't expect to have so much going on with them. But uh, it all started because we were dumpster diving and that was kind of interesting how that worked out. <laughs> I have to imagine we looked crazy as we maniacally laughed and grabbed things out of the dumpster that people didn't care about. And, I mean, they're cardboard and paper dumpsters, so it's not like there was like food or trash in there. Um, for the college, but it was kind of funny how that all worked out. Basically, um, yeah. So if you need art supplies, go to a your little ritzy school and go through the dumpsters. There you go. I'll give you some illegal advice. <laughs> I'm sure nothing bad will happen from it. There's nothing, nothing horrible can happen from the idea of going of uh, breaking into dumpsters in very expensive colleges or art schools where you you need, like, you know, an ID to be there or whatever. So maybe don't do what I did. But, you know, if you do, remember, it's the nice dumpsters from the art school type of stuff. Breathe in. Breathe out. I got my pop mic so you can't hear me breathe this time. Uh, Yeah, I got a new, um, I got a whole new setup actually recently. So you may have noticed that it's a little clearer, you can't hear me breathing, there's no background noise. It's a little eerie for me, I got to be honest. I'm used to hearing things around me, so to hear nothing is kind of unsettling, but that is not why we're here today. We're here to do our meditation. So I want you to take a deep breath. And then let it all out. Take a deep breath. <laughs> let it all out. I'm having to over-exaggerate this so you can hear it over the top. <laughs> so ridiculous. Um, yeah. So I've been thinking for a while what the next uh, meditation should be because we kind of mix this up every once in a while continue to work on your breathing while we talk about this. and I've been I've been really going back and forth and I really love the juggling one. I think the juggling one is probably the best response to one that I've actually gotten and it's also one of my favorite ones I like to use outside of the podcast. So we're gonna go with that one. So I want you to sit, sit up, put your hands. Uh, palms up and as you breathe I want you to imagine three balls one in the hand one in the other and one where your third eye is and you're going to interchange those as you breathe like one of those little metronomes as it clicks and it goes it becomes all those things As it goes up, the energy turns into what you want. As it comes down, it's actualizing and giving you the strength to do those things. As it goes up, your fears and your frustrations, as it passes over you, you see them, and as it touches your other hand, you let it all go. We're multitasking, bringing it up. Imagine that thing you really want for the year, for the new year coming up. See that. Grasp it. And as it comes down, you hold on to it and you focus yourself. All your fears about those things are in your hand now. It goes up. You see it. You acknowledge it. When it comes down, you just let them all go. You don't need that. All you really need It's just your ability to see yourself going after the things you want. It's fine to see the things that make you nervous and make you scared. Those are normal. But you have to remember that you are so much stronger than your fears and all those no's and all those weird things that you've let yourself kind of be dragged down by. You are thousand times stronger than anything, anything like that, breathe in all the positive energy, let go all the doubts and the worries, it's all just energy, what you do with it is what really makes it into what it is, so just take it in and let it go. All right, Galeras, thank you so much for listening to the podcast and starting off the new year with me. I hope you're all well. I hope you have a wonderful year, season, summer, spring, fall, autumn, winter, whatever. Wherever you are in the world, I hope uh, you find yourself in a happy moment listening to this. Um, If you'd like, you could please um, rate and comment the podcast, five stars if you would, um, wherever you listen to the podcast. It all helps other people find us, and we can share all these cool moments together. Um, Also, you can find me on Painter Files on YouTube. I make videos. I do all types of stuff. Uh, Jaws underscore Blake on Instagram. And if you would love to have any conversations with me or suggest a topic or anything, um, please write me at... Uh, painterfilespodcast at gmail.com. Alright? Love very much. Hope you're well. Painter out.